When crafting the long-term financial plan for your future, don't assume your life will just be one smooth extension of the life you're living now. Change happens. Some good, some tragic. Some you choose, some you don't. Stay tuned as Roshan and Adrian help you consider six major life events and how to be better prepared for them right now on the Retirement Lifestyle Show. Welcome. You are listening to the Retirement Lifestyle Show with Roshan Mungani, Eric Olson, and Adrian Nicholson. This show is an exploration of ideas to help you work toward your ideal retirement. Get ready for the financial independence of your dreams. Welcome to the Retirement Lifestyle Show. I'm your co-host, Roshan Mungani, here with Adrian Nicholson. Today, again, we've got just two of us. Uh, Eric is uh, traveling at a conference, so we'll probably have all three of us back next week, I think. Adrian, welcome back. How was the bachelor party? It was awesome, Roshan. For all of our listeners and viewers that didn't know, I went to Vegas for my bachelor party, and I had a really great time. Some of my top moments was definitely ATVing in the desert and then going to the concerts there. So it was a lot of great memories were made, and I was just really happy overall with how I went. Went with a good group of guys and my brother, so it was just overall just an amazing time. I ATV'd in the desert once, and I had a friend that got stuck. I decided to be a good guy and try to go help him, and then my ATV flipped over. Fortunately, oh, no, no injuries. Wow. It flipped over in slow motion. But... Yeah. <laughs> they were yeah. really letting us know that injuries were an extreme possibility. And one of my friends actually did get stuck, but the guys that were taking us on a tour helped them. And it was really awesome. There were some uh, fighter planes actually flying over us in the desert while we were ATVing. So it really got the adrenaline going. Definitely a top moment. All the guys I went with had a really great time. So I was really happy with the trip. That sounds incredible. Yeah, that, ATVing out in the, the desert was one highlight. Did you have any others that stand out? concert i saw marshmallow and thanks to you roshan we got vip access so that was oh, a nice. really great time and you played a lot of songs that i like so overall the experience was just was great went there for four days definitely could have compacted the trip in two towards the end of it i was definitely slowing down but like i said all all great memories oh that's that's great well uh, i'm glad you had a good time and welcome back uh yeah happy to be back yeah, yes. And we've got a great topic actually that you came up with today. Uh, we're, today, we're going to discuss major uh, life events that impact your financial life or your financial plan. And uh, I think this is a really valuable topic to discuss today because for a lot of you, this might be something you've already experienced. For others, it may be something that's coming up on the horizon. So we want to make sure you are personally prepared and your financial plan is prepared for all of these major life events. So Adrian, why don't you kick us off? What do you have on, on your list to start? So the first one I wanted to talk about with you today would just be moving. I think that's a very common one and a big one that people just have to really prepare for and plan for as best they can. So I definitely want to have a discussion on that. And we can just start with the, the point on, I guess, one decision people have to come with when they're moving. Are they going to be renting or buying? And that's always a place that people have to start and consider with. 
So, you know, let's start at with moving and then get into renting and buying next. When you say moving, are you thinking of the moving costs themselves or tell, tell me about the uh, entire thought when you think of just moving? Yes, moving costs, like you mentioned, are definitely a big factor. Obviously, it depends on how far you're moving and whether you're downsizing or get, moving into a bigger home. There are definitely a lot of costs that you have to consider. If you're more on the renting side, there's security deposits you have to pay for, maybe some fees here and there. And if you're buying, there's the option of whether you're going to be financing it, are you going to be using cash, are you going to get a mortgage? And if you're going to get a mortgage, how much you put down is something that you really have to plan out just overall. Welcome to the Retirement Lifestyle Show. I'm your co-host, Roshan Langani, here with Adrian Nicholson. Today, again, we've got just two of us. Uh, Eric is uh, traveling at a conference, so we'll probably have all three of us back next week, I think. Adrian, welcome back. How was the bachelor party? Mm -hmm. moving it was awesome, Roshan. For all of our listeners and viewers that didn't know, I went to Vegas for my bachelor party, and I had a really great time. Some of my top moments was definitely ATVing in the desert and then going to the concerts there. So it was a lot of great memories were made, and I was just really happy overall with how I went. Went with a good group of guys and my brother, so it was just overall just an amazing time. I ATV'd in the desert once, and I had a friend that got stuck. I decided to be a good guy and try to go help him, and then my ATV flipped over. Fortunately, oh, no, no injuries. Wow. It flipped over in slow motion. But... Yeah. They were yeah. really letting us know that injuries were an extreme possibility. And one of my friends actually did get stuck, but the guys that were taking us on a tour helped them. And it was really awesome. There were some uh, fighter planes actually flying over us in the desert while we were ATVing. So it really got the adrenaline going. Definitely a top moment. All the guys I went with had a really great time. So I was really happy with the trip. That sounds incredible. Yeah, that, ATVing out in the, the desert was one highlight. Did you have any others that stand out? The concert, I saw Marshmallow. And thanks to you, Roshan, we got VIP access. So that was oh, a nice. really great time. And you played a lot of songs that I like. So overall, the experience was just was great. Went there for four days. Definitely could have compacted the trip in two towards the end of it. I was definitely slowing down. But like I said, all all great memories. Oh, that's that's great. Well, uh, I'm glad you had a good time and welcome back. Uh, yeah, happy to be back. Yeah, yes. And we've got a great topic actually that you came up with today. Uh, we're, today we're going to discuss major uh, life events that impact your financial life or your financial plan. And uh, I think this is a really valuable topic to discuss today because for a lot of you, this might be something you've already experienced. For others, it may be something that's coming up on the horizon. So we want to make sure you are personally prepared and your financial plan is prepared for all of these major life events. So Adrian, why don't you kick us off? What do you have on, on your list to start? So the first one I wanted to talk about with you today would just be moving. I think that's a very common one and a big one that people just have to really prepare for and plan for as best they can. So I definitely want to have a discussion on that. And we can just start with the, the point on, I guess, one decision people have to come with when they're moving. Are they going to be renting or buying? And that's always a place that people have to start and consider with. So, you know, let's start at with moving and then get into renting and buying next. When you say moving, are you thinking of the 
moving costs themselves or tell tell me about the uh, entire thought when you think of just moving yes moving costs like you mentioned are definitely a big factor obviously it depends on how far you're moving and whether you're downsizing or get moving into a bigger home there are definitely a lot of costs that you have to consider if you're more on the renting side there's security deposits you have to pay for maybe some fees here and there and if you're buying there's the option of whether you're going to be financing it, are you going to be using cash are you going to get a mortgage and if you're going to get a mortgage how much you put down is something that you really have to plan out just the overall cost of moving whether you're renting or buying is one thing that people really need to consider when it comes to their financial plan yeah, you definitely need to be prepared i'd compare and it's not the same amounts typically but security deposit versus uh you know down payment when you're buying a house so mm -hmm. moving expenses are high i know i've always I, I i've consistently said this so i my wife moved every year you know before we were married and i was typically her only mover so every time i end up doing that i would say uh uh, the only positive I felt that day was that I didn't have to professionally move and it was done <laughs> done in a day. So there's definitely that that time effort and that cost if you're hiring movers, buying boxes, renting at U-Haul. Uh, mm. Going a little bit further to what you mentioned, renting versus buying, I actually had uh, buying a house on my list as one of the top uh, impacts on your financial life as well. Mm -hmm. So first we we touched on a little bit on i mentioned the down payment but then going further where i've seen this impact clients financial plan significantly let's say you're renting right now well your rent typically goes up with inflation it goes up every year and so your costs go up when you buy a portion of your mortgage uh goes is principal and interest now in theory that gets paid off right so that that's a fixed cost that goes away it's usually not increasing with inflation then you have another part of your mortgage typically that's the escrow now some people will do that separately but the escrow portion then does go up with inflation now why this makes such a has such a huge impact on your financial plan is the principal and interest part the fact that the majority of your payment is typically a fixed cost and that fixed cost goes away versus um the rent constantly going up now in addition to the fixed costs going going away along the way while you're making these these payments you get to deduct the interest that you're paying you also get to deduct the real estate taxes so there is a huge tax benefit i'm sure a lot of you have heard the uh, uh people say well you know renting's throwing away money and it's wasteful and so on and so forth well sometimes renting makes sense if you're mm -hmm. not going to be in your property for five years if it's something temporary it probably makes sense to rent so i'm not telling you a blanket statement that it's it's uh throwing away money or not but i am going to say that from a long-term financial planning perspective if you're able to find a home you'll live in for the long term and you own that property that usually is better for you financially mm -hmm. uh, and yeah we do financial plans for clients all the time where we'll compare yeah um more often we're looking at someone that owns a property and they're saying should i buy a second property should i renovate what 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 should i do and we'll run the comparison of data we do have clients that are renting and, and almost always when we compare it to buying their plan improves significantly once they purchase the property
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you mentioned, the time frame aspect of it, it's just um, really something that people have to look at. How long do you plan on staying here? Are you a type of person that moves constantly, whether it's like your job forcing you to, or you just found like a new location? Just That's also something people have to, to consider. And just the location too is extremely important that can impact someone's financial plan. Are you moving to an area where your cost of living is going to significantly increase? Or is it going to be the opposite? Are you moving somewhere where your cost of living is going to significantly decrease? All those factors there can really impact your plan. So really planning it out and considering the cost of it is uh, something that's going to help you out in the long run. And purchasing a home is some of the big, is if not one of the biggest purchases people make in their lives too. So planning this out just really makes a big weight on your plan because you might not purchase something as much as a home in your future. So that was the, that was one thing I really want to touch on today that can really uh, alter or change somebody's financial situation. Very, very true. That is a big one, uh, buying a property. I've read books and articles before where they'll compare buying a property to investing. And some will argue that you've got to uh, buy your first home before you start investing. I don't necessarily uh, agree with that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily agree with it because I think every situation is unique and you really got to look into everyone individually. But I I only bring that up to um, uh, to make the point that um, that it's that important. Right. It's 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 that much of a major decision and having a major impact on your financial life. The reason I had said usually five years is why where you'd want to stay is because um, uh, is because if the mar- real estate market does decline, typically, if you've owned it for about five years, it will still prove to be an economic benefit for you to have that property. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I would I would uh, still say if this is a major one, Adrian, I, I really like that you, you brought this one up first because I think it's that impactful and uh, everyone's situation is different. We definitely are happy to look at it with with people individually if we've we've discussed previously Uh, what's next on your list so the next one on my list i have a title as the last day on the job and i think this is a really important one whether this is your last day on your job and you're going somewhere new and maybe your income is increasing or it could be the opposite where you're getting a new position and your income is decreasing Or maybe this is your last day working just in general and you're making that next transition into your life. All this is just really important to look at because it's going to be a change in your income. You might not know where your next paycheck is coming because it's going to be different this time. So you might have to pull from different uh, buckets that you have when it comes to your savings. So the last day on your job is a very major moment for some people and a big change that some people go through that can really affect their financial plan. So having, looking at this and just considering the different examples that I put out, what, what's your kind of take on this, Roshan? You know, changing jobs is a big one. I remember, I don't know if this still holds true today, but I remember years ago reading that um, it's one thing, something people hate to do the most, you know, changing, oh, wow. changing yeah, jobs. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think that has changed. That may go uh, vary based on the 
the economy, but where you're going when you're changing your job, your transition. Um, I'm, I'm, I think that has a huge psychic and emotional impact. Financially speaking, though, once again, it's just different. If you're if your last day on the job is retirement and now you're living off the investments and savings mm-hmm. you've amassed, you know, that's very different than um uh and actually a scary one that would have a huge impact on your financial life is the sort of the other extreme of of last day on the job is if you're getting laid off or losing your job. Mm-hmm. Right. So and, yeah, that can be exactly. Scary one. So that's why I kind of I wanted to bring up this this uh, topic because this is uh, a major life event, whether, like you said, you're being laid off, whether you're choosing to transition to something different or whatever the change will be in your income, it's really important just to have that strong financial plan put in place because this situation, whether it's good for you or bad for you, you'll at least have all your options and your decisions laid out in front of you where you kind of know where your situation is at whether um, you're having that increase in pay, you know, it's going to be very beneficial for you. Or if you get laid off, if you already know what your financial situation looks like, you have your plan, you can see what direction you need to head to or what changes you have to make in order just to stay on that path so you don't have to make any lifestyle adjustments. So that's where the plan really can have a support and really help prepare you for things that might come up unexpectedly. And Ultimately, the concept of really hitting home is this really helps having your decisions all laid out in front front of you so you can make the best possible one. Yeah, you know, what comes to mind for me when you think of this uh, more for the layoff than the um, choice to leave or if you're if you're um, um, retiring is in my mind, the only way to prepare for this is making sure your cash reserves are adequate. So with mm-hmm. the uh, layoff or getting let go, you probably don't have any notice that that's that's on the horizon. You come into the office one day and, and you probably just find out right then. Mm-hmm. But uh, we typically will talk to our clients and say you want anywhere from two to six times your monthly expenses based on your other assets, based on your comfort level, your personal personal financial plan, et cetera. Uh, so you want you'll want that sort of that that time frame, that many months of expenses set aside. And that's what I think would prepare you for a layoff. So in determining whether you'd want the two months or the six months, I think one of the considerations are, well, if I lost my job, how long would it take me to find something else? And let's talk about the uh, other example I give that person that's, let's just say in this example, they do get laid off, but they're, uh, they have a really strong financial plan in place. They have the option whether they want to go back to work or not. They just choose not to go back to work because they feel like they're in a strong enough financially independent place where they don't have to go back. So this brings up the consideration on where's your monthly income going to come from? Where are you going to be pulling your funds out from retirement? The question of uh, maybe you're at the age where you're considering whether or not you should take Social Security or not. These are all things you need to really plan for so you do it in the most tax-efficient way possible and the best possible uh, way for your plan. Yeah, so to me, what's different on the two is the surprise factor. Yeah, so with exactly, the, of course. Yeah, mm. exactly. So with with the layoff, to me, the, the uh, solution there is uh, to be prepared for it is to make sure you've got the cash. With mm-hmm. someone who's planned their exit, you know, thinking of their 
retirement, uh, for example, I would like to think that's been planned out along the way. Mm-hmm. And I, exactly. I have, we have clients we've, we've worked with for, you know, 10 years before they retire and help them transition. I also have had clients that have come in the door and say, okay, I'm, I'm retiring in a month, right? So whether you've been planning it out for a decade or you've only planned it out for a few weeks, you know, with that last day on the job, I, I would like to think once again, it was planned or, and thought out. Uh, and typically that's the case, except for the layoff or downsizing. Now we, I have had clients that, um, uh, that sort of got laid off or downsized into retirement. You know, they were of retirement age, but still liked working. And then, uh, they ended up losing their job. So that was a little bit of a surprise, but typically that person also is prepared, uh, financially for that outcome. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. And I just want to point our listeners and audience that we had an episode, this is episode 60 called the retirement lifestyle paycheck smackdown, the retirement paycheck smackdown. This is episode 60. If you're somebody that's making that transition out of work and you're wanting to find the most efficient way to have a monthly income in retirement, I highly recommend you go check out this episode. We give you some really good strategies on how to build and where to pull from in retirement in the most efficient way possible. So definitely check out that episode if you have time. It can really give you some great ideas to work with. Yeah, that's a good one. And actually, while you're mentioning that, our very first season, we broke down uh, a book on uh, how to get Mm -hmm. to financial freedom. And that'd be another one to reference if you're someone that isn't necessarily ready to retire now, but wants to leave your job and get that last day at work sooner than than typical you may want to look into and review review that review that book um or that our breakdown of that book as well or both so uh, adrian what's next on your list so the next one on my list uh an event or whether it's major or not it's up to the listener or whatever it may be but inheriting assets i think this is something that people should really just consider if you're at point in your life where you're receiving a gift or cash or inheriting an account, how you manage it and how you plan it can really make a difference on your overall situation. So I wanted to just uh, talk about this topic today because we had an episode. This was episode 116 called Navigating the New IRA Required Minimum Distributions, RMD. This is really important because the tax considerations just really important and just having this planned out can really save you a lot of money on the assets you're inheriting yeah a tax is one of them when you first mentioned inheriting assets i think of two uh, i i think of uh, clients and i have clients that have fallen in both groups one is the person who doesn't necessarily need the assets the money then grows you know, if it's an ira they're taking out the minimum distributions they need for the ira and that's about it. The other extreme I've seen with clients are people that get these assets as a windfall, view this as an opportunity to spend money. They're gradually uh, adjusted their lifestyle. They're spending down these inherited assets. And unfortunately, the inherited assets then get spent down mm-hmm. and they don't have the money anymore. They've mm-hmm. increased their lifestyle that, that their income can't support. And that's just a, a formula for a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I guess the theme I want to drive home with our, our listeners and our audience is I, 
just use this inherited assets as a way to support your plan. Have this as an, an, an addition where maybe you were just on track for retirement and you get these additional assets planning and just careful on the careful tax considerations can really lead you to that finish line, which is just extremely important. Just the planning aspect when it comes to just inheriting assets just is extremely important, especially when it comes to if you're inheriting an IRA account too. Just there are so many rules that the IRS needs you to keep track of and follow and withdrawal rates as well that you need to consider. Your tax bracket, these are all just baked into the mix that you really need to look at so you're just as efficient as possible. Because if you're spending these assets, you also want to do it in the most tax-efficient way way possible so you can just save on whatever front, front you can. And just really, again, using these assets to support your plan is one thing that people just really need to consider. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And with inherited assets, sometimes you can prepare yourself for it. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's 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 a surprise completely. You, it also can come to you at varying life stages as well that you've got to make sure you're prepared for. So so uh, so if if it's a surprise then I, I think it's a great opportunity if you haven't run a financial plan or talked to someone to get some advice just so you don't make a bad decision. If it's mm-hmm. not a surprise and it's something you can prepare for, I think both mentally and financially, you can start preparing, get start getting prepared for it in advance just by thinking about how you would best manage the assets. I would really caution the uh, approach of using it to enhance current lifestyle spending, especially if it's not enough, if there's not enough in there to last for your entire lifetime, right? Yeah. I really want you to avoid that that wall you could hit when it runs out. Yeah, managing and maybe sectioning off like the part of the inheritance where we talked about earlier, maybe create that emergency fund. Maybe you didn't have one built in place and now you get these assets. So yep. sectioning some off as an emergency fund use uh, maybe the other portion that you have left in excess, maybe look at how you want to invest it, maybe have one portion of it built very conservative, maybe see what portion of it where you can be a little bit more aggressive if you need that extra growth on your investments to reach your retirement growth. How you manage it and how you plan for it can really pay dividends for you in the long run. Yeah, that is that is for sure. Adrian, I've got a few more on my list as well to touch on. Do you have any more on your list? Okay, yeah. The next one on my list would just, this is kind of an umbrella category that it created. This one's just relationships. I think this is a very big life event that people go through. Some examples are if you get married and you start a family, that can really change your financial plan or your dynamic. Or it could be the opposite if you're getting separated or going through a divorce that can really shake up and change your financial plan. Or if you're having to take care of somebody in your family where the situation may not have been going on, but now it's your family dynamic that's kind of changed and you're maybe supporting someone. So just relationships, as we know, can change over time. So just being prepared for that and planning for it, it's just um, one thing that can help out in the long run. Yeah, and I called that. I had that on my list as well. I just had it called uh, family. But let's mm-hmm. let's start with with each of them uh, separately. So first, I, and I'll, I'll put these sort of together. But marriage and divorce, 
uh, they both will have huge impacts on your uh, expenses, lifestyle, and so on. Uh, on the marriage side, you've got to consider not only the uh, you know the cost of the wedding, but then also you've got you've got uh, costs of you know moving moving in together if you haven't mm-hmm. already. All combining households, and then they're also just you'll you'll constantly hear people say. Uh, when they're getting married, the first year is is the hardest, just getting used to uh, being together. I think part of that's living together. So if you've lived together first, it might be a little bit different. Uh, and then the other side of it, the divorce side, it just can be financially and emotionally devastating to have to deal with or go through that. Yeah, so, I definitely recommend checking out our episode 32, where we speak to a divorce attorney. And one of my, my favorite quotes from that is just how do you save as much money for the family through the, through the divorce process? So definitely would check that out as well. And then far as the marriage and starting the family, if you're having kids, a big cost that you have to consider is education. And I definitely recommend viewers checking out episode 129, where we look at how to lower the cost of education. These are all just subfields of these, um, these these areas that you really just need to consider that can really alter or change your financial plan. Yeah, agreed. Uh, well, let's come back to education in a second just to finish this relationship one because mm-hmm. there's a lot more in there. Uh, as for our regular listeners, you all know I'm a huge uh, you know Warren Buffett fan, and he has a uh, a quote where he says the most decision you'll most important decision you'll make in your life is who you'll marry. So. I, I think that will, while we're talking about the financial impacts, I would completely agree on so many, so many levels that that's a major decision. Now, uh, divorce does, does happen. So I wouldn't view that as a failure. Sometimes getting divorced, I've spoken to people who've gotten the divorce and that's a, that's the biggest win for them because they weren't happy. Uh, the, the point being with marriage though, is the make that decision carefully the financial impacts are huge and the overall lifetime impacts are huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing yeah. then within relationships, uh, Adrian, you mentioned was kids and yeah, having children uh, are, it's just very expensive. Take it from someone who has uh, three kids and seems like there's a thousand dollar bill around every corner this past weekend. It was going to the eye doctor, but um, uh, kids are there they're expensive uh and uh they don't listen to the podcast but i'll say it anyway they're a joy as well (laughs) but they're they're definitely expensive so that's a huge huge cost everything from childcare. actually i'll share just an example i see from a lot of clients i'll have clients that are affluent meaning they have high incomes but they're uh sort of poor from an investment perspective and very often that overlaps with the time where they've got young kids and they've got to pay a lot for childcare costs. I have mm-hmm. had clients whose childcare costs are less than their mortgage payments and uh, they didn't have cheap mortgages either. So it's just that expensive to have this. So that that stage with with having children and before they're in uh, in school and you've got to pay for their um their childcare, it can just be very expensive. And then you fast forward that on to uh, the education, looking at college planning, which Adrian mentioned that I want to get back to in a moment. Just one last thing in the relationships category I want to uh, touch on that you you talked about is taking care of family. Uh, I've got 
clients, and I've seen this myself, where uh, so I have some clients where in their financial plan, they have support for family included. They give X amount of dollars every month in some cases to help support family, or in other cases, they're not giving money every month, but they know at some point they're going to have to. So we've set aside uh, monthly savings amounts or targets just to make sure they're prepared for it. So with mm, the kids, yeah. you can, uh, you know, so you can many times plan for these things. I know sometimes uh, uh, children can be surprises where you can't really plan for it in advance in that case, but you can then start thinking and talking about their college planning, but then also looking at your life and your family to to take stock of, am I going to have to support somebody um, somebody else in addition to to myself in the future is worth looking at. Mm-hmm. Now, Adrian, yeah. let's jump on to the education one that you that you mentioned. I think that's another big one out there. Uh, so when you had said education, you're thinking of college planning. Is that correct? Well, it could just be from kindergarten up to university to grad school. Like how we mentioned, it's going to be different for everybody. But just like we said, just getting started, planning ahead is really just going to keep you on track just to see what options you will have available in the future. And like I said, we did discuss this in a previous episode, episode 129, where we talk about some tactics and strategies you can use to lower the the cost of uh, university, for example, merit-based awards, scholarships, and just planning to see what would be the best fit for the overall situation of the family. Could, uh, can really go uh, a long way and just and kind of the theme that's really bringing up here is just how much flexibility you really need to have in your financial plan because you could be on track for a lot of your goals but then you have these events that come up that will really require you to m- maybe change directions or make some uh, changes whatever it may be just having that flexibility and that planning from the start can really help you maybe take different directions. Yeah. uh, And with education planning or education in general, I think of a couple things. First is educating yourself, right? And there, especially now with how high prices are, the costs are for college, when you're looking at educating yourself, an investment in yourself is probably uh, or is likely to be one of the best investments you make. On the flip side, I think you've really got to consider what your educating yourself to become in terms of income. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I've got uh, a story to share here of a client that that decided they didn't like what they were doing. They wanted to leave their job and specialize and focus on a on a different field. So they left their job making you know six figure income, uh, went to educate themselves, get very specialized education. When they graduated, their field is so specialized that they can't get a job in it. And wow, they don't want yeah. to go back to technology, so uh, so they've got they've ended up getting a job in retail. They hated the technology so much, they just got a job in retail where they make about a half of what they did or a third of what they did in technology. Now they're happier, uh, and I'm not saying they didn't learn a lot in their education. Uh, and there's a value to the to that education, the cost. I'm not belittling that by any means, but when you break down the the financial cost benefit of it. Well, they could have left uh, technology, gotten a pay cut, and went straight to retail and not spent the uh, $100,000 or so on that education in between. So 
I don't think that there's anything wrong with that path at all. Whatever you want to do is right for you. What I do think, though, is understanding that path at the beginning is better than finding out at the end. Yeah, right? that's exactly right. Because it just helps with your just decision making. Having it all laid out in front of you is something that can really help you out in, in the long run. I definitely agree with that, Roshan. Yeah. And then the other side of education is planning for children and their education. On that episode you you mentioned, I uh, shared a story of how I told my son, if you want to study art, just take a year off of school and go make art, as opposed to uh, paying for that art education. Not saying you can't learn anything from it, just uh, just arguing the point that if you're an art major, art, what what will your how will that money spent on college enhance your income? So when you're thinking about education, planning for children uh, and lowering the cost, we covered everything at length in that episode. There are a variety of places you can save from 529 plans, investment accounts. I think we touched on the Coverdale as, as well on there. So rather than rehash all that, I'll just reference that that episode and um, say college planning or you know, education planning at any level when you're paying for that education. Um, Take some time to plan it out versus having the outcome uh, just sort of show up uh, for you at the end. I've got one more item on the list that we didn't didn't touch on um, that I just want to mention, and that's healthcare. And and when I talk about healthcare, I'm not talking just healthcare costs in general. That is definitely part of it. It's a broad category. Thinking about like. Um, long-term care if you're looking at retirement and how that can impact your retirement plan. But mm -hmm. earlier on in your career, people tend to, we mentioned having kids, people when they have kids tend to think about life insurance. Well, if I pass away, what's going to happen to my family? Uh, even further though, as you're earning that income, disability insurance, how can you, if you're unable to work, can you protect yourself? Now, healthcare and health-related issues, unexpected health costs, are the number one cause for foreclosures. So I'm not saying go out and get insurance or don't go out and get insurance. What I am saying, though, similar to what I said about education, is to plan it out. If um, uh, and I, I have a, a story that comes to mind off the top of my head with long-term care planning, I had a client who said, well, if I needed long-term care, I would just leave the country. I asked them where they'd go. They named the country. I did some research. I found out what the cost would be. And uh, you know, the cost for long-term care there was about a quarter what it is in the, in the United States. So all that seemed to make sense. And then I followed up, met with the clients, said, hey, I've done all this research. It could work. But let me ask you, what connection do you have to this country? They said, none. I just heard it was cheap to get long-term care there. I said, do you have any family, friends, anything? They said nothing. And I said, so you th you really think you'd actually move and leave your family if you were in a state where you couldn't take care of your health to go to this country? And then they ended up saying, no, my research, I guess, wasn't wasted because I did learn something through the process. But the point being, make sure your plan's realistic. If you're yeah. going to say you're going to move somewhere or, uh, or something just to uh, not have to deal with the issue. That's not a great thing. At the same time, if it is reason, I had another client that said they'd move to a different part of the country where costs were about half uh, of the DC metro area. Her daughter lived there. 
it just made sense that that that's something she would actually do so uh whatever is realistic or reasonable for you uh just a couple other examples i've had people when we've been analyzing their life insurance need and we said okay you've got children if you pass away uh, or your spouse passes away, do you need to prepare for childcare? And they've said, no, I've got parents that would take care of the children. Uh, and then I, I gave them follow-up questions. Well, are the parents close to you? And they said, well, parents live with us. So that seems to make sense. And they take care of the kids a lot now. So that that kind of plan makes sense. So just make sure that if you calculate your needs and then determine how you'll address them. And do do you, will you address? Do you have enough assets to address them currently? Can you self-insure? Do you need insurance? Just figuring that out so you're prepared, I think, is another very important one when we have a topic on uh, events, major events that can impact your financial life. Yeah, run run the scenarios just to see what the outcome may be, and if it's something that you're uncomfortable with, that's something that you have to really address. If you run the scenarios, they all look good and. You 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 can make the decision if that scenario is what hap is what happens, then that's just really beneficial information for you to just know, other than for it to happen to you unexpectedly, because that could really highlight all the costs for you. And maybe you can seek out like alternatives as well. Just having just running those scenarios and determining whether you're comfortable or not with the outcome is a really good starting point with all this. So thanks for sharing that, Roshan. Yeah, I completely agree. A lot of this, uh, these major events are things you can prepare for. Some uh, that you know that'll be coming, like retiring with your last day on the job, or some that can be a total surprise, like a health, like like the healthcare related costs. We would just advise you to plan in advance to make sure you're prepared for this and have a strategy in place uh, to make sure you're prepared. So, I, I think this is a, a very very valuable area we've discussed just to highlight moving last day on the job inheriting assets uh relationships education and healthcare we've touched on those those areas and various things you should be prepared for uh or how you can prepare yourself in advance for any of these items uh i'm sure there are more more things to add on the list that's the the six we've got today um, Adrian, any closing thoughts or any things that stand out to you from what we've touched on today? Yeah, it just, it just shows a, a strong financial plan put in place and planning ahead can really just help you make decisions and help you really plan out as best you can because nobody knows what's going to happen in the future, but being as prepared as you can can really help you make decisions and really help with the stress that can lead to some of these some of these uh, events that happen in your life and just being able to manage it and handle it the best and most positive way you can is what everybody really wants. And just having that discussion, that conversation as early as possible is just the, the beginning of it. I completely agree. Uh, if you need help with this, um, anyone out there that needs help with this, feel free to reach out for us. You can find our information and in, uh, the uh, show bio in our show notes. Feel free to contact us. We're definitely happy to help. And we'll be back next week with a great episode. Please like, subscribe, give us five stars, tell your friends and family ab about us. This has been the Retirement Lifestyle Show. 
Schedule a conversation with Roshan, Adrian, or Eric today at retirementlifestyleshow.com. Roshan and Eric are certified financial planner practitioners. They, along with Adrian, are investment advisor representatives and serve clients across the U.S. with financial planning and investment advice through RTA Wealth. If you found this show helpful, gain knowledge, or enjoy the time you spent with us, tell your friends and leave us a five-star review. This will help others discover the show. To access our show notes, to download any of the tools mentioned in today's podcast, to ask us a question, or to schedule a conversation, go to retirementlifestyleshow.com. All opinions expressed by podcast hosts and guests are solely their own. While based on information they believe is reliable, neither Arate Wealth nor its affiliates warrants its completeness or accuracy, nor do their opinions reflect the opinion of Arate Wealth. This podcast is for general informational purposes only and should not be regarded as specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Before making any decisions, consult a professional. The show hosts offer investment advice through Arate Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor and securities through RTA Wealth Management, LLC, member FEMRA, SIPC, and NFA. Finally, our music is The Chance by Jason Shaw in Audionautics. It's part of the YouTube Audio Library, and it's licensed under a Creative Commons license. I am Ray Voices. Thank you for listening.